0: Let's get on with the show.
1: Okay, hey everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I'm really excited as I usually am when I do this show because I get to interview another incredible entrepreneur in our world today. So I wanna introduce you all to Akshay Bargava, who is the Chief Product Officer or CPO of Malware Malwarebytes. Uh, this probably sounds really familiar to you and you'll learn more in a minute. Uh, if you wanna learn more about him and his company though, his website is malwarebytes.com and that's spelled M-A-L dot com. Akshay, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much. It's great to be here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing I've liked to do since uh, 2020 has happened is I like to do mental health check-ins and just see how people are doing. So have you been holding up? How's your week been?
2: <laughs> it's been good. I mean, like, it does seem like we're going through the, some of the most crazy times. Um, there, is, there is definitely some work from home fatigue setting in, but definitely powering through it. And the best part is getting to work on exciting technology and work on really innovative stuff. So that helps keep the mind off of all the other crazy craziness going on.
1: Yeah, I believe you. I, I Personally, for me, um, I feel like I've sort of grown this anxiety, but I think it's more so of like this uh, sense of purpose to uh, put good stuff out there because I think there's a lot of negativity out there. There could be, like if you, if you don't, if you're not um, intentional about it, you could definitely look at everything that's wrong in the world right now. <laughs> and so what I love doing is focusing on things that I can control um, and focus on what I have in, pro- in front of me and work on projects and volunteer. And, you know, it's really helped distract me from what's going on. Because if I'm not working on that, every all these external things are still happening anyway, whether I pay attention to it or not. So you know, really great to hear that, you know, you've been staying busy yourself.
2: Yes. And so well said, Jen, totally having a sense of purpose. It it gives so much um, fulfillment in your life. And it helps, you know, protect you from all the craziness going on. So yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Akshay, since you are busy nowadays, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about your company, Malware Bytes. Tell us for people that are hearing about it for the first time, or they're like, hey, that company sounds familiar. Tell us what the company is about and um, what it does.
2: <laughs> absolutely. So we are a cybersecurity company mm-hmm. and our purpose is to help make you feel secure and know that you're secure mm-hmm. you know, from cyber threats. And unfortunately, even with COVID, it's a it's a nasty world in terms of, you know, cyber criminal activity and COVID scams and all the things that are happening. So our purpose is make you safe, make you secure. And it doesn't matter whether you're a consumer, whether you're a small business, whether you're a large enterprise, we have technology to help make that happen and make you secure, make you safe from cyber threats.
1: Yeah. And I agree with you. I mean, given, uh, Given the pandemic and everyone having to, you know, work virtually, uh, it's more important than ever to pay attention to cybersecurity and, you know, watch out for, um, you know, the scammers or, you know, people who know how to break into a system and, you know, hack your computer, and what have you. So it's great to know that, you know, you're kind of like the virtual um, security guards of today, <laughs> the, digital, the, uh, yes. the digital security we're,
0: guards. <laughs> we your,
2: your friends on your, on your laptop, your mobile device, your work computer making sure that, you know, we're the superheroes inside your computer, making sure keeping you safe every single day.
1: Yeah. And one thing that I think is very impressive for your company is that you are recommended by Apple. So congratulations for that.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that. And yes, we we love to, you know, we love getting the endorsement from all the, the big companies out there. And I think it just proves and speaks volumes to, you know, what I'm so passionate about is building great products, great technology that can help um, customers solve the most important problems.
1: Yeah, and clearly,
2: cybersecurity and, and fixing threats and protecting against threats is something that's very relevant in today's day and age.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, let's uh, backtrack a, a little bit, Akshay. I'm curious to know, how did you even get into cybersecurity and into the work you're doing today with Malwarebytes?
2: Yeah, so let me take you back in time a little bit. So, you know, I was coming out of business school at MIT Sloan, and I was really passionate about, you know, just getting into the workforce and solving the most important problems. Mm. And then I went to McKinsey and Company. I was a management consultant for many years. I worked with a lot of board of directors, a lot of CEOs, a lot of CIOs. And one thing kept coming up, cybersecurity, helping keep us secure and cloud transformation. Mm. So these two topics kept coming up. And I knew, despite there being lots of different solutions, lots of different players, the problem wasn't going away. Mm-hmm. Attacks were still rising, companies were struggling to hire the right talent, build awareness for their employees that cybersecurity threats are real, how to protect the organization and yourself from it. Just the whole ecosystem of everything you need to think about cybersecurity.
1: Mm-hmm. So at that
2: moment I realized if there's one thing that I can, you know, that I really want to focus and and really help companies and people and organizations is to become more cyber-aware, cyber-secure. And so that's when the, the transformation really happened for me is just through all the series of conversations, uh, I realized, like, that's a white space. People, you know, despite there being lots of solutions, the threats are still happening. They're only rising. They're becoming more sophisticated. And, and that's when I decided to get go deeper into cloud computing and cybersecurity. And really, Malwarebytes is a company that's bringing both of those worlds together right? Mm -hmm. We're helping make companies secure with the best cybersecurity solutions. And we're using cloud and cloud computing to power our solutions and make our solutions better for consumers and businesses.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely incredible. I know that you mentioned that, you know, this product is for uh, companies as well as consumers. Um, Do you have any maybe uh, specific examples or testimonials of people who are like, oh my gosh, this is amazing?
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I'll, t- I'll tell you a quick story. Um, you know, one of the things, you know, one of the worst things that can happen to a company, and I sure hope, it, I sure hope that it doesn't happen to any of our listeners or their companies, mm-hmm. but getting hit by ransomware is mm-hmm. a devastating thing to happen to a company. There's companies I've personally spoken with companies where, you know, because of ransomware and trying to recover from the ransomware, and even in some cases paying the ransom, the company wow. still went bankrupt. Right. So it's devastating to the point of, you know, it can ruin not only the prospects of the company, but the livelihood of a company. So one of the things that I'm so passionate and and so blessed that we have is we have a technology that we call, you know, ransomware rollback. It's a feature of one of our products called endpoint detection response. Mm -hmm. And what you can do is when you get hit with ransomware, you can literally click a button and the ransomware goes away. Poof, it's gone. It's almost like magic. I mean, this is what our customers tell us is, you know, it's so easy to clean up our systems um, and we can go back to a healthy state. Mm -hmm. And so this is something that I think is an example of, you know, a powerful technology that we as Malwarebytes have tried to create in a very easy to use, very accessible way for even the smallest companies or even consumers to manage their security, make it really simple Take away all the complexity so that everyone can be secure. And and one of the things that I talk a lot about is democratization of cybersecurity. Mm. Right? There's this belief that if you're really big, if you're a Fortune 1000 company and you spend tens or hundreds of millions of dollars on cybersecurity, then only you can be secure. Mm. With our bites, we want to democratize that same level of cybersecurity and bring it for everyone, whether you're a small company, whether you're a consumer.
1: Wow, I, I love that you are doing that, Akshay, with your company because uh, with with Malwarebytes. Because I think about uh, cybersecurity. Well, first of all, as an average person, I don't think enough about it. <laughs> You know, and then when I do think about it again, I I, just like what you mentioned, I sort of make that association that, oh, well, it's for the bigger companies. It's for the ones with the bigger websites or, you know, more at stake. Like, who am I, you know, to really feel like, what do I have to hide? (laughs) You know, what do I have to, you know, what do I need to to really uh, build that security for myself? And so I think that's really awesome that you um, are taking that approach with your company.
2: And unfortunately, Jen, this is the biggest misconception that people have. Because mm-hmm. they think that I have nothing to hide. I have no, you know, if I'm a small company, you know, why would anyone target me? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, those small companies become the easiest targets and the mm. most likely targets. And the number of cases that are happening with small, medium businesses being attacked by cyber threats, hitting hit with ransomware, other cyber criminal activity is rampant. Yeah. And the repercussions for those companies, because they're often not prepared, is very dire. Mm. I mean, you, can be, you go bankrupt. I mean, that's the most serious thing. If a big company, you know, we've had cases case of Sony and Target and other big companies that had major breaches. They've mm-hmm. all been able to pay lots of money and recover and try to, you know, get their brand reputation back because they have lots and lots of money to do that. Mm-hmm. Smaller mm-hmm. companies don't have that luxury. So many yeah. of them have to go out of business at a growing rate. So yeah. this is one of the things that we really try to emphasize is, even if you feel that you are, you know, you know, cybersecurity is not top of mind for you, let us be your ally. Let us be your friend to take care of that. But if you don't take care of it, it can be very, very expensive for for you as a company
1: yeah, and as an
2: individual.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I appreciate you uh, stressing that because I think that um, we don't think too, a lot. Of, the average person doesn't um, think too much about that. Can you maybe uh, share a couple of uh, ways to spot? Um, let's say, and, and feel free to give some little examples when it comes to malware, spyware, ransomware, um, or even just anything malicious. Like what are some key things that, you know, the average person can uh, take note of and, and, you know, consider having something like malware bites to protect them?
2: You know, let me give a specific example, Jen, of a type of threat that's I'm very sad to share is on the rise, especially mm. during shelter in place. Mm -hmm. And I've written a lot about this topic. It's called stalkerware. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if you're familiar with that, but stalkerware is, and it's often connected with um, domestic abuse or domestic violence type of cases, but it's on the rapid rise right now. So what happens is um, a victim is often being spied using stalkerware um, software without the user's consent. Wow. And this can include everything from stalking your location, your photo, your phone calls, your bank records, and so much more. So yes. unfortunately, this type of attacks on the rise, um, the number of cases that we see of it is also increasing. And that's the type, it's a type of attack that we see with consumers, right? Mm-hmm. It's less of a, a business, but more targeted individual consumers. Wow. Now, some of the things that you will, unfortunately, you'll see if you don't have products like bytes installed, then you'll see some different kinds of behaviors on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. You might see that your battery drains faster, or you may see that your phone, even though you're not using your phone, it's really warm. Um, wow. sometimes yeah. you'll be making a call and you're, you'll hear some static. And for a lot, for the average person, they don't even know that they're being, uh, you know, they're being stalked and stalkerware is installed and, and being run on their phones. So,
1: wow,
2: those are the type of things that, you know, a product like Malwarebytes, if you had it installed, it's a leading solution that helps, you know, detect and, and let you know that there might be stock aware um, and, and you should take some some action, right? So that, hopefully that gives you a really concrete example. I mean, yeah. there's so many other examples I can give, but I think given the times, given what's happening with shelter in place, I thought this is an example that I'd love for um, our, li- you know, our listeners to be aware of, that this happens and it's a real threat.
1: Yeah, you know, it's very unfortunate, but, um, and it's hard to talk about, but, you know, at least in these times, uh, you know, domestic violence, unfortunately, has uh, risen up um, because people are at home and they finally have to deal with each other and they don't want to deal with each other in a healthy way. And so, you know, this is the first time I'm hearing about stalkerware. And so I appreciate you creating awareness of this. And I can only imagine that um, our listeners will appreciate it as well. And uh, one thing I want to add to our listeners uh, is that with malware bytes, if you download it, there's actually, a free version that's offered. So, you know, get started that way, right? You know, t- take that step to, you know, um, be proactive and even just download the app, even if it's for free, even for the free version.
2: That's right. Absolutely. I encourage everyone out there, if you're, you know, just want to check your security, you can download Malwarebytes, you can run it, scan your machine for free. And, and right now we're also even offering a free 14 day trial of our protection. So mm-hmm. definitely encourage everybody um, all the listeners if, 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 you know to encourage them to take advantage of that and and make sure that your your computer, your device, your devices are all safe and, and you can do that uh, at least do that first step for free.
1: Yeah, well, thank you so much Akshay, for what you do with malware bytes. I do want to transition to another question but I want to make sure I've covered all my bases here. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know about malware bytes?
2: I think I think if you go to our website, you'll learn a lot about malware bytes. Mm-hmm. We're a company that's very, you know, mission-driven, very purpose-driven. We believe in a world where nobody has to think about malware. Nobody mm. has to worry about cyber threats. And, you know, that's our, that's our vision. That's our purpose. Our founder, CEO, Marson, is a remarkable um, individual. And he has he's truly created Malwarebytes. You know the origin story of Malwarebytes is has been very altruistic and mm. very giving to the community, and that's why we have some of the free tools we do. Yeah. So I definitely encourage uh, everyone if you if you're not secure, please take the time to look at Malwarebytes, and and we would love to to help you become more cyber secure.
1: Awesome. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Let's go ahead and shift gears now, Akshay. So um, nowadays you have this uh, drive to create innovative products and help them go to market. So talk a little bit about um, this this framework that you've created that, you know, our listeners could potentially benefit from.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So let me step back and tell the problem statement. So I'm I'm a business and product executive and throughout my career, when I was at FireEye, I've been at Oracle been at NetApp, malware bites many, many big, mm. big companies, as well as some startups. Mm-hmm. One thing that I notice is many companies, almost every company I've been at, they struggle with one thing. How to do, how to create repeatable innovation, right? Mm-hmm. So some companies have been fortunate. And if, if you guys read some you know books on behavioral psychology and other things, you know, companies and people tend to overlook factors like luck in the process. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is sometimes companies get quote unquote lucky with the right product market fit for the first product. But then when they go and try to create the second product, they really struggle and they don't understand why. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've been researching and studying and trying to create frameworks is to help companies um, and you know create repeatable innovation.
1: Mm -hmm. And so what
2: I've done is I've distilled a six step framework of how to make innovation repeatable and mm-hmm. innovation is something that it's hard to quantify there's a lot of art and science to it mm-hmm. but nonetheless i tried to distill six steps that are absolutely essential for innovation to be repeatable mm-hmm. and and so if people are interested definitely connect with me on linkedin i've been sharing many posts about each step of the innovation framework um but maybe i'll share with your listeners one of my You know, maybe two big insights that I have. Um, The first one is, you know, people talk a lot about, you know, my first step of the process is really around empathy and specifically Mm -hmm. customer empathy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have seen hundreds, I can cite hundreds of times where people say, I know the product we should build, or I know the feature we should build. And they don't deeply understand the problem. They don't understand why the customer has a problem. And then when they go build it, they may not be building the optimal solution or approach because they don't have deep empathy for the problem. Mm. So everything in my framework starts with this beautiful thing around customer empathy. If you're a product person, you have to deeply empathize and understand you know the job, the role, the function, the challenges of the the user persona that you're trying to solve the problem for. So that's kind of one quick thing I'll share, Jen. Yeah. And then The second thing that I'll share from the framework is an ability to rapidly experiment. A lot mm-hmm. of people have this notion that failing is bad, right? Mm-hmm. If I fail, if I try something and I fail, you know, loss, there's something called loss aversion, right? So if mm-hmm. anybody's read, you know, books on behavioral psychology, like thinking fast and slow from Daniel Kahneman, they talk a lot about loss aversion. Loss is far more painful for human beings you know, three times on average, three times more painful than something good. So people Mm. really try to avoid loss. But in the product development cycle, we have to embrace failures. We have to fail fast, rapidly. And this is what I call rapid experimentation. So Mm -hmm. anyways, I gave your your listeners maybe two tips of my framework. um, And those are two that I see most often overlooked.
1: Yeah. Well, which is why they should be mentioned, you know, from the very beginning, I really like how you, um, said customer empathy and really looking at the customer first and what they actually want and need, as opposed to maybe looking at it on a surface level and assuming, you know, what the problem is and it's diving in deeper in that sense is what you're, uh, what I heard from you. And also I really like, um, how you said, uh, you know, rapidly, rapidly experiment, like fail forward, fail fast. Um, are, and I love how you kind of, uh, referenced how like, you know, um, people feel pain more than they feel joy. And so they try to avoid it. (laughs) Uh, But in in the entrepreneur space, um, you have to see it as an opportunity to learn and grow and adapt and improve. Um, And so I think those two alone really set the foundation for what the other four uh, parts are to your framework.
2: So well said. And I think the most important thing, you know, I always tell my product managers, ask why? Right. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you say, here's what I need to build, have to ask, why are we building this? Why is this the right approach to build it? And if you can answer several layers of why, Mm -hmm. then you understand your customer. If you can bring it back to the customer and understand deeply, what's the problem you're trying to solve. Mm -hmm. And then with the experimentation, I don't want people to have the illusion that just keep failing. But Mm -hmm. the reality is that Innovation is an iterative process, right? Mm-hmm. You guys have all heard stories about Thomas Edison and how many times he, he he tried before he succeeded or any innovator. Yeah. It's the same exercise with experimentation. You mm-hmm. need to fail, but fail fast. Fail rapidly, iterate, improve, and then you're going to get to a better place. And then by the time you launch it, you're going to have, you know, very strong conviction that that's going to be a successful product launch because mm-hmm. you understand because of the failures, you've learned to improve and iterate to a point where you have high conviction and high like higher likelihood of success.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Akshay, I just want to take a moment and thank you. Uh, first of all, for the um, like the passion you have for what you do uh, with cybersecurity. And also just, um, you know, what you're doing now, creating this framework for, um, innovators who want to get their products to market and also to, to do, um, Repeat innovation, I believe, is, is how you uh, described it, which I think it's 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 right. like you think about when people think about innovation, they think about like doing it once, you know, kind of having that one one hit kind of thing. But I love like in order to have sustainability, you have to do it repetitively, and so uh, really expands my mind. I'm very inspired, um, and I know that our listeners uh, will be as well. So Akshay, before we go, uh, any final closing thoughts that you want to share with our listeners and small uh, who are small business owners and entrepreneurs?
2: I just want to say embrace and enjoy the moment. I think like being a small business is such a rewarding experience, the joys of it and, and going through this rapid growth. Um, and I think the, the one thought that I would just share with the listeners in closing is, you know, I think it's very easy when you're a small business to get very wrapped into the day-to-day operations,
1: mm-hmm. but mm-hmm.
2: taking a few moments, step back and think about how are some of the strategies you can define to help grow your business. And if you can think about that and and think about innovation in that context, um, I think it's going to serve you very well in the long term. So that would be my closing Mm, thought.
1: Beautifully said, Akshay. Uh, With that said, wow, thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed our conversations.
2: Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Jen.
1: Yes. And again, to our listeners, this is Akshay Bhargava. He is the CPO that is Chief Product Officer at Malwarebytes. You can learn more about him and his company at Malwarebytes.com, uh, which is spelled M-A-L-W-A-R-E-B-Y-T-E-S.com. Thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune next time.
0: Thank you.